anyways, it's your standard uh it's your standard morning episode. I'm I'm a bit uh bit tired. <laughs> I, yeah, same. I I am actually like sitting at my desk wrapped up in a blanket right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just super cozy. Oh oh yeah, super cozy. Nice. everyone, Joe here. You're listening to the 14th episode of Like for Like, a podcast where my friends and I talk to some interesting people about what it means to be a creator in the world of social media. My co-host today is Alex. Hey. On this episode, 2D and 3D digital artist Ali Hoff will be joining us. But first, how's it going, man? It is going well. Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a sleepy morning and, and that's okay. It's a good day. Gotta love the fall. I do yeah. I do wonder if the trees outside of my apartment are actually going to like get pretty and lose their leaves because uh, right now they just look they're just green and it's it's a it's weird in contrast to like the drab gray <laughs> exterior world it's inappropriate yeah because they're not like they're not like pine trees or anything that you would like want to see still being green this time yeah they're like some weird I, I don't know they do appear to be deciduous trees, but I have no idea what what they are. <laughs> it's fall, damn it! Get brown, get naked. Yeah, exactly. Like a normal tree. <laughs> <laughs> Turn pretty colors, and then have all of your breathing apparatus fall off of your body. Let me put on a jacket and like jump into your fallen limbs. Um, what are my plans later? I have some uh, illustrations to do. Well, I, they're almost done. I have to do sort of the rendering process on them now, like going in with the more fine pins and doing all the tiny little details and shading and stippling stuff. Um, but yeah, so I have some some uh, illustration commissions to finish. And then uh, Ableton, this episode is obviously coming out multiple weeks after this has happened, so I... Uh, sorry, right. people in the future, if I ended up not making a song today, but uh, Ableton <laughs> has this event called um, Loop, and I'm actually gonna gonna look it up to make sure I don't say anything stupid. They have this event called Loop that's like a gathering of like producers and stuff, and they do like live streams of them performing with different instruments and like working with Ableton, and they do panels talking about music production and all that stuff. And this year, uh, I don't know if they've done it in previous years, but this year um, they're putting up a sample, uh, sort of a mystery sample um, at 2 p.m. our time. And they're running basically a contest uh, to see who can make the best song in 12 hours using that sample. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I'm... I'm going to listen to the sample uh, at, at two o'clock whenever that comes around. And if it's interesting and I have an idea for it, I'll be spending the next 12 hours producing a song. <laughs> okay. That sounds great. So that should be, uh, that should be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, I'll probably end up just being lazy and, and not doing that. Uh, maybe I'll use the sample in a, in a beat at a later time, but I don't know. It just depends. The day's kind of up in the air. 
Uh, is anything else new with uh, 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 with you and your art? Um, Besides the music and the painting com- or drawing commissions and stuff like that. Anything else? Yeah. Um, not really. I sort of have gotten back into a phase like multiple months ago. I wanted to start drawing more like dark art stuff and uh, mm-hmm. sort of like like BDSM kink stuff and that sort of thing. Just like stuff that I find interesting to look at. So like I wanted to make myself. Right. So I, I think I already mentioned on the podcast that I started a red bubble. But I, th- I think I'm going to start putting that stuff on there. So lots of just like things with skulls and and weird, like, I don't know. Should be interesting. Yeah, lots cool. of Lots of just, just high contrast stuff. Should be fun. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the only like new thing that I'm doing. I did decide uh, that I think I'm, I'm going to start, uh, and I, I, I might have mentioned this on the podcast already as well, but I do think I'm going to start doing the state of the fanet blog that i that i normally do on plantasticfanet.com slash blog i'm going to move that to youtube i think really okay yeah I, uh, yeah that actually makes a lot of sense totally yeah so i'm, so I'm going to try to do slightly more regular updates i feel like if i if i keep them shorter because the t- the state of the fanet is is typically a, a, a decently long read as far as like short little update blogs go so I figure if I keep them shorter, then I can do them more frequently. And then, uh, you know, it's just something to to post to have on the YouTube page. And also, if I'm if I'm expecting to put together a blog more frequently, then I feel like I'll be more motivated to finish things so I can throw them into the video. <laughs> yeah, totally. So that's the only completely new thing is uh, making more videos. What about you? Anything uh, anything particularly new going on? Uh, well, uh, like I said, I got to make, uh, uh, um, uh, some more progress with, uh, 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 with, with doing those graphics for the client that hired me. Uh, even though I'm probably not going to be able to make it to the voice acting meetup today, um, in the past couple meetups, I've received, um, resources in order to find better job opportunities. So yeah, that is something I can look that that i want to look into later like today and i need to create some white noise for the third black fog album nice because i wrote out like uh, uh so i told you the third uh, uh, uh black fog thing is just going to be one super long track so i wrote yeah. out like the uh, uh arrangement for it and i just mm-hmm. have to record all the sounds that'll that'll consist there yeah Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that. I yeah, I think you sent me, th- I think you sent me the second one a while back. Uh, I have I still haven't, <laughs> I still haven't listened to it. I guess I need to get on that. Uh, sure, man. <laughs> um, be careful with the second one. It's uh, uh it's 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 dark and it's depressive. Meme, meme, and it's and yeah. it's also mixed really loud. So careful mm. with your ears. Um, yeah, careful going. It's into okay. It. That's what limiters are for. Yeah. Sure, totally. Just heads up, yeah. Make makes <laughs> super loud. Okay. Do you want it to be like loud the whole way through, or is it is it a more dynamic mix that you're going for? Well, yes, dynamic. But it's okay. It's five tracks long, and the uh-huh. second and fourth track are kind of like a call and response to each other, and they're super okay. short. They're like you know, uh, uh, like two to four minutes each. Um, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I like how that's super short. It, well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, there is a, you know, 20 minute big boy on, on that one. And it's the first track. And then the third one is like 10 and the fifth one is like seven. Um, it's not that much longer than the first album. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a couple extra tracks, but ultimately it's like only three or four minutes longer total. Um, yeah, but, uh, but mainly it's those, uh, um, uh, 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 those shorter ones, tracks two and four, that uh, are currently mixed the loudest, and I want to be the loudest. Okay. They might be too loud right now. It'll be fine. I'll uh, I'll I'll have a lot of fun messing with the mix. There there were a lot of points on the the first album where I was just like, let's throw a bunch of reverb on this part, or like, let's just bring this way down and this way up. And now it sounds way different. Yeah, you did a lot of really interesting things um, <laughs> uh, that I really appreciated, and you know, like like brought out um, my voice more, and and that was Thank really you. awesome. You know, I I think you did a really great job. I appreciate it. I also have have on here D and D character backstory. We've only got like twelve minutes before the interview, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, I did think it might be interesting to continue our conversation from episode. I think it's going to, I think when it comes out, it's going to be episode 12 where we talked about your, <laughs> your D and D character to throw into my campaign setting. And you know, that's also something I can probably do later today is like, do a little, do a little sketch of what that character should look like. Oh yes. That'd be good. The multiple hands coming out of the fingernails and all that weird, disturbing <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd imagine he like uh, he wears a glove or something most of the time. Oh, if he if he takes off the glove, then hands just hands and fingers just like perpetually grow out of his <laughs> flesh. So he has to like. What if he has Maybe to like take a, What if he has to like take a sword, slice off his extra limbs, and put the glove back on, so that he can Jesus. return to normal life? That's so, God. That's gross. That's horrifying. What if he? What if he just has like some sort of strange like planar thing happening underneath like in the beds of his fingers and so like hands and stuff grow out of them but then like sometimes weird magic happens from underneath his fingernails yeah hmm. <laughs> like tentacles will just come out all of a sudden like i don't know what what happened with these but but now i do slashing damage <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there should there should definitely be an aspect of um, he has control, but doesn't. He can do cool stuff, but you know it it it, it there has to be like a, a kind of a would you rather aspect. Yeah, exactly. It's cool, but it's not. Yeah, like maybe that's what it is. Like maybe maybe the hand ha gives him uh, like a a big it has the potential to give him a big advantage, but. Taking it, taking off the glove is also a risk because you genuinely don't know what happens every time you take off the glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a point of chaos. That could be cool. Yeah, it could even. Well, now I'm imagining the glove being uh, something special that was like maybe given to you specifically to hold back whatever thing <laughs> is your hand. Yeah. Like, maybe the glove has to be, like, buckled on. 
<laughs> sure. That'd be kind of cool. Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, how's it man? You all right? Yeah, we're doing well. Uh, Sweet. I got Alex with me here. How's it going? I'm good, man. You all right? Doing all right, yeah. Sweet. How's my sound thing? Is it all right? I've got some headphones on. I don't know really if it's any good or not. Yeah, it sounds you fine. You sound fine. There's, yeah. there's a bit of a like room reverb, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm in this tiny, tiny little room, my little studio, spare room thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, what have you been up to today? Um, I've been doing a bit of like character modeling stuff for this little game I'm working on um, and trying to make sand look more like sand in um, substance (laughs) painter or designer. I don't know if you've heard of those things, but yeah, messing around with that. So yeah, some cool creative stuff today cool do you mean like sound waves oh uh, no sand like sand in the desert <laughs> uh, okay oh oh, oh, so, oh i'm so sorry oh, oh okay 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 yeah yeah i yeah i totally understand so that's a uh, um it's that game that uh, uh that is land of dog that you're talking about yeah yeah that's it yeah um so yeah cool. i'm trying to trying to use um this program substance designer it's kind of um the materials creator sort of thing for textures and um yeah i've been getting into that recently so yeah try to make some sand <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah awesome nice. Man, this game looks really really cool so far well that the stuff that i've put up is is just sort of concept stuff at the moment that i've been doing in um, blender 3d stuff mm-hmm. but just past couple of weeks me and the guys who've been working on it we've um started getting it looking like that in unity um so yeah it's, it's coming along it's really exciting cool that's awesome yeah uh myself and uh one of our regular co-hosts uh jonathan have a, a tiny tiny bit of experience in trying to start up a new uh, game development project yeah i uh, heard you guys talking about it on the couple of episodes so what's been have there been any like surprising challenges with that? This this is your your first time doing something like this, right? Yeah, uh, everything's a surprising challenge. <laughs> We've um we started basically about this time last year. Um, we started looking into stuff, and we tried doing a couple of like two D games, but this is the first three D thing we've done in Unity, and. Um, <clears throat> Every time you think you're getting somewhere, it's like, right, okay, I need to learn how to do this program and uh, <laughs> learn how to do that. But it's getting there. It's, um, yeah, it's really exciting. And, you know, when you uh, sort of just the other day, we added some sort of uh, dust particle things. And as you walk up this hill and you go over and you can look out over the, these sort of temples, it's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be cool to see like that that world actually taking shape in three dimensions when you primarily work in 2D. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, because I've been using um, Blender, a lot of those those screens that I put up, everything's kind of been in 3D. So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun doing the concept stuff in 3D. So rather than drawing it, I'm actually sort of making the models that I can use in Unity 
and also concept the scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's been it's been great. But how did uh, how did that group of people come together? Um, so me and Phil and Tim, we've all been mates for a long time, uh, at least ten years. And um, I basically on my own, I started about this time last year. I was like, right, I'm, well, I turned thirty this year and i think everybody <laughs> who gets near that age is like oh man like what am i gonna do you know <laughs> with my life and all that sort of thing and i was yeah. like you know I've, I've always been a big gamer i've always been well into games i was like i want to make games um so i started i got a couple of courses online and tried coding and i just could not do it like it wasn't for me like my brain is just not clever enough for coding so <laughs> i sort of convinced phil i was like oh uh, you know you, you probably should like get into this and make some games from us and, and he took to coding like well he's taken it to like a duck to water sort of thing That's and great. um yeah so he's been doing that and tim uh he's amazing video editor and uh sound guy so he's been doing all like the sound and stuff so yeah it kind of it's we sort of it works really well um yeah that's really awesome when uh, people can sort of like just fall into a niche on a, on a project like that more naturally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, um, you know, it's fun having like little Skype meetings and sort of decide what we're going to do and, and that sort of thing. But yeah, it's, it's all very like early doors at the moment. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Well, you've, uh, you've been posting stuff from the project quite a lot. Um, like on Instagram and Reddit, has there been, any anything particularly helpful about that process like getting feedback from the community yeah i really like reddit um for putting stuff out i particularly like the world building subreddit i don't know if you guys have seen that one yeah i've been on or there for a while <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah. the community on there is like it's really cool um you know you put stuff out and people are you know, it's great hearing people not only saying, oh, this is cool, but, you know, giving you ideas and, you know, talking about stuff and, and that side of it, I really, really like. Instagram's just kind of cool for just, you know, it's it's more of a, you know, here's my stuff to you know, have a look at. It's yeah. funny because a year ago, before I started it, I wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have even thought about Instagram, you know, in my sort of ignorance, I suppose. I would have said that Instagram is more for, you know, sort of, just teenagers or whatever and i was really surprised and it's ace i love it there's so much cool stuff on there just art and you know cool things that people are making and um i've had some weird well not weird a funny feedback from there i got a guy in spain who has like a small youtube thing and he's like desperate to play the game and stuff i was like i haven't got anything yet he's like please let me just play it I was like, nothing to play yet <laughs> You're like when it happens it'll happen man yeah yeah <laughs> it's cool yeah it's, it's really nice like interacting with people and uh, you know if anything it's just a nice ego boost and sort of a bit of a confirmation when people are like oh this is great and you know you know when it does happen it's, it's cool yeah definitely i can relate to that uh i also started on instagram earlier this year uh, and we're about oh. the same age. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that that was like getting on Instagram and getting feedback on my work was like, oh, maybe I should actually be doing this art thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of weird how, because it feels kind of like a small community. I noticed my cousin likes your page. I was like, it's kind of like, 
weird how sort of even though it's the whole internet oh, yeah. it feels kind of like you know kind of how everybody's connected or whatever i suppose but yes yeah. yeah whoa that's super cool yeah yeah it was really weird i was like how do you guys know each other <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird he does some amazing art though to be fair he he, he might have maybe found his page or something he does loads of stuff at xbox and stuff like that it's cool probably that's that's cool well on that uh on the topic of you know posting online and getting feedback uh, a lot of people at least in in some of the concept shots that uh that i saw on your instagram and people were pointing out the artistic similarity to uh, journey yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> that seemed to be a pretty positive comparison for you yeah yeah that's cool are there any other uh, really heavy sources of inspiration for the project or like comparisons that you've seen that you're like, yeah, actually that's, that's good. I'll go for that. Some people mentioned Hyperlight Drifter, which was, um, which was a big, uh, you know, well, thanks sort of thing. I, um, cause initially this, this project is kind of a bit of a carryover from when I first started doing like pixel art 2d stuff again, like last year. Yeah. And, um, we were going to do a sort of 2D, it was basically like Hyperlight Drifter, because I, I, I love that game, I was like, we should, you know, try and make something <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah. And um, and that was like, it sort of started off like that, you know, like the, the pinks and the blues and the, the sort of colour palette, and then it came over to this. So yeah, I, I had a few people say that, but yeah, mostly um, Journey, which is kind of weird, because I haven't played Journey for a long time, <laughs> Yeah. but I'm definitely not going to, you know, turn my nose up at that you know that game is amazing yeah yeah totally yeah so that was kind of goes back to what i was saying about trying to make the sand look like sand because there mm -hmm. i went i was like okay i'm gonna go back and play journey now because people are saying it and um look and i was like oh actually this looks so good like how are they done that and i watched a gdc um conference thing and they did a particular one on how they make their sand and i was like oh, i'm not gonna be able to do <laughs> that's but yeah that can be really fascinating though uh like finding those points of inspiration and and picking and choosing the the things that you want form for the from them in your project yeah i, I love that when you, you know you get a hold of an idea and you're like oh how can i sort of make this sort of my own and you know how can i pinch a little bit of this and a little bit of that and, you know trying to make it into your own it's, it's really fun i like that sort of thing we'll return to our interview with ali hoff in just a moment we don't have any sponsors for today's episode, but we want to thank all of you for listening to our show. If this is your first time here, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you can and share your show with your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to help us reach more people. Uh, Alex, you want to tell the people where to find your stuff? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Alex Shags Alston, uh, Twitter, Alex Shags Alston. I have a dead YouTube page under the name Alex Alston, and maybe I'll update that one day. Um, oh, and also I'm a co-host here. So that's fun. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Joseph R. Strong. Uh, I have a blog and some music that I produce and stuff on plantasticfanit.com. That's also where you can find show notes for this episode, as well as previous episodes um, available for download. So 
uh, go check that out. Now back to the interview. You mentioned like the the game has like sort of started from that 2D like pixel art project. Has there been anything about like the gameplay or the story that's drastically changed over time? To be honest, the, stand, the sort of all I wanted to do when I said to the guys, I was like, I got an idea. All it is is I sort of want to capture the feeling of you taking your dog for a walk in somewhere <laughs> that you've never been before, and that that was it. That's all I. I just sort of wanted to, it's kind of, it doesn't need to be so like gamey. It's more of a, just sort of a like, it's me really just wanting to make something that looks kind of cool. If you know what I mean. That's completely Like an experience. Yeah. 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 Kind of not, not so much like this sort of, I know there was a, a phase a while ago of a lot of like this sort of, they called them like walking simulators, didn't they? What were they called? They, um. Yeah, that's still like a like <laughs> like technically a subgenre of game is walking sim. Yeah, <laughs> and like but just sort of maybe not quite that, but just as we go along, we've now thought like, actually no, you know, come on, we can't just make you walk around, obviously. So we you know it's going to be sort of like light puzzles and um, and that sort of thing, but it's it's mainly just going to be about walking around with loads of dogs, really. <laughs> that's all we've got so far. <laughs> Maybe but, a uh, a cinematic critical thinking experience. Oh, I like that. that's cool. <laughs> you, you can use that. That's cool. Yeah. No, it sounds like a good direction. Yeah, this 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 sort of story stuff and that is is going to be. I, I tried to going back to what you were saying about Reddit. I a while ago I posted a load of stuff and it's completely different, like sort of dark World War One demons and mm -hmm. stuff like literally the total opposite end of just taking your dog for a walk but i um is that is that is that similar to the uh, uh post you had on instagram of the uh golem yeah that that's like, it. yeah yeah i have your insta open right now on my on my desktop and like you have a lot of really interesting posts on there yeah I, God, I love that golem picture it's so really creepy but so well done he's a know? nasty boy yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dark. It's it's kind of weird how I just go from that to oh now I'm just gonna draw some dogs or whatever. But that I I tried doing writing with that because with the again that's back to Reddit, um you know the world building thing they like if you don't have a uh, what do they call it like context and a background bit then they they sort of remove the post really. Yep. So I was like well I'll try and do some writing and. With that sort of thing, you know, there's a backstory. And I ended up even doing like a short story on one of them. I can't remember which post it was exactly, but it was really difficult. I found like writing, so that I think that's kind of why I moved away and back to sort of this sort of just creating fun-looking kind of stuff. Yeah, um, writing is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I completely so, yeah. understand that. I. Uh... <laughs> Uh, on the world building community i don't remember how long ago this was but they they wanted to start a webzine uh called world building monthly i don't know if they're still doing it actually i'm, I'm a little okay. less less active on reddit these days but um when they first started world building monthly on that subreddit uh i was gonna be one of the editors uh really? <laughs> yeah i did some editing work for the for the very first issue uh and then i, I just wasn't able to put the time in 
for the project. Mm. But uh, but yeah, I, I did notice a, a bunch of people uh, just sort of shied away from talking about story and stuff. It was definitely more about like how to build a geographically accurate world and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I find it weird. That's the one thing about Reddit that's kind of good and bad. You, you get a lot of the subreddits where they, I don't know what the right term is, sort of like not gatekeeping, but people they they want to keep it so inclusive to what they've got the funniest yeah. one i don't know if you know um outrun and vaporwave i don't know if you've seen those subreddits <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> it's so funny posting stuff or, or trying to fake because they're like this is not vaporwave it's like can you explain they're like no we can't <laughs> so, so i love that's the kind of weird side of reddit but um yeah i know what you mean it's just sort of trying to keep things how they want you to post it i had quite a few posts actually that i put up on that world building of the concept thing taken down because there wasn't any context it's like well that's fair enough but (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm not going to write a short story every time uh something kind of curious about um uh uh, going back to the big project world of dog um is that gonna is that gonna stay like all in the desert um, I think we're going to do some interior kind of stuff, because uh, I, I, it will... Get... Sure, sure, like the pyramids and stuff. Yeah, the, we had a cool idea of, well, it's actually Phil came up with this really cool idea of, rather than everything be like this giant open sort of space, we're going to like maybe split areas into like these kind of like small, just little simple puzzle or puzzle interactive zones and then you kind of like move on kind of like a choose your own adventure kind of things like these small zones and then when you complete that you can go left or right and up and down and then it takes you to the next sort of place because uh, we came i came across sort of like problems of you know how do you make a desert it's massive um yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's, yeah. it's and modeling that and then applying like texture and stuff is really difficult to keep it a high resolution on a big model. I mean, I'm sure if anybody actually knew what they're doing, they're telling me that I'm doing it completely wrong. But when you have no experience and you're just sort of guessing. Um, but yeah, I think there'll probably be some interior stuff. Um, it, next month, I might think, oh, you know, maybe uh, a little sort of lagoon biome or something like that we might do some little areas like that maybe but at the moment that's kind of like the only thing i've got really planned as it stands yeah just sort of winging it really (laughs) sure so uh moving on a little bit to not what you're working on now but uh your past did you go to school for visual art or did you teach yourself no i've I've always kind of i didn't go to um uh, like college, right? I did music when I was younger. It was all about music for me. Um, played in loads of bands when I was younger. Cool. Yeah, that that was that was what I did when I was growing up, uh, really. So we played in like um, indie bands, and I played in some sort of like heavier prog kind of stuff, kind of like this will destroy you. That sort of that sort of stuff. <laughs> we can relate really? almost exactly to that. <laughs> Are you serious? Joe and I used to be in a post-rock band. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. That's, yeah, really cool. Um, I don't know if you know the band Vessels. That sounds familiar. No, they're, they're a sort of yeah. like UK sort of band, but we played with them a couple of times and stuff. Um, cool. cool. But yeah, 
but yeah, going back to like the art stuff, I, I never did art um, at school. Or, oh, I did it at secondary school, but not at college or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'd always do um if we were like playing gigs or whatever it'd always be i'd always be the one like i'd be like i'll make the poster or the band logos or whatever but yeah i never never did it at school and then it was only last year that i really uh started getting into it those those concept screens i've only been using blender for probably like the last six months um just just been teaching my teaching myself really well i bought a couple of courses um online and did, did some stuff with that yeah it's only it's only recently really that i've got back into it that's cool yeah it's been it's been really fun it does take up like all my free time but i, I love it it's something you know you get home like oh, i'm gonna really you know try and make some character or some bit of scenery to that and stuff but yeah so it's, is uh is music a big inspiration at all on the uh the artistic side for the game I know, like, whenever I see desert landscapes and stuff, I tend to think post-rock, so... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. I do find if I'm listening to certain music, then it can, you know, affect what I'm doing. Like, the, I've been listening to... We were talking about that Outrun and um, Bakeway. I've been listening to a lot of that sort of music recently. And so I think all the color palette and stuff, like maybe subconsciously has sort of come from all those sort of like 80s style albums and neon sort of bright colors and things like that. So yeah, yeah I think it does have, have some sort of like effect on them subconsciously, yeah. You know, that's interesting you bring that up because like actually looking at your uh, 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 World of Dog concept art, there is a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of vapor wavy, um, neon um, colors in how you uh, 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 paint this uh, 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 this picture of this desert landscape. You know, that's like kind of the kind of the art direction almost. It seems like. Yeah, I, I we did one one of the projects we did before this was like a two D runner thing, and that was full on like all the music was. I made all this like proper like eighties like synth sounding outrun kind of music for yeah. it so i think again or just these past like projects we've done sort of just all sort of merged into into this one you know little little details like that you say like the colors from those uh sort of albums and that on the music on that so yeah cool well outside of your uh outside of your like work on the game and like uh you mentioned in our our little survey thing that you do like commission work uh that sort of thing Outside of that stuff, what do you do for fun or to sort of like recharge? Um, I'm I love playing games. Outside of this, that's you know video games or whatever. It's kind of what I do to when I'm not making them, I suppose, or when I'm not <laughs> doing other stuff. Um, yeah, I, I love that sort of thing. Um, and music, I still do a bit of music on my you know just on my own now, not in a in a band as of right now really um but that's that's quite nice just occasionally you know just get a guitar out or whatever and just you know make some make some noise which is quite fun definitely sure yeah going back to uh, uh your instagram i really dig the uh uh the picture of the massive uh fish monster <laughs> with the with the hashtag thalassophobia which yeah. i've been like kind of obsessed with for the past like several years I think it's yeah. a j- just a really you know fascinating thing is the fear of deep dark water and uh, 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 what could be you know swimming around in there. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I, this is, yeah, it's really cool. 
that, that was part of, again, everything that I, I sort of did is trying to sort of be part of a story, I suppose. Again, mainly because of that world building subreddit sort of made you do it. But I, it sort of led down a path, you know, and that, I love that. Just like, oh, you know, come up with a stupid idea and then just try and create something around it. So, yeah, I'm glad you like it, mate. Thanks. Cool. Well, uh, Al, you want to let the people out there know where they can find your stuff? Yeah, sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, comrade underscore Hoth, H-O-F-F. And that's really the only place I put stuff out, apart from Reddit, um, which I you know post stuff on world building occasionally every now and then. If, if people haven't heard of that sub, I'd kind of plug it for them, I suppose. It's, it's, a, cool, <laughs> yeah. it's a cool place to go to and um, see some fun stuff that people are making. Cool. Well, that's actually my last yeah. question. Uh, do you have anything you want to shout out or, or represent before we let you go? Other than that, I don't really think so. I should have. What I probably should have done before this was like made like an Instagram and stuff for our like little company thing that we're making games. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. didn't. So no, just my just my personal Instagram at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll put some stuff on that if we if we do some stuff for the game thing anyway. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, let me know if you guys start an account and stuff, and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, amazing. Yeah, we'll do. Cool. Well, Excellent. Uh, yeah, I think that's all for today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been, it's been cool. Yeah, thank you. Nice. Nice one. <laughs> well, we'll let you go. Uh, have an awesome one, man. Yeah, you too, mate. Nice one. Bye. Cheers. See, but okay. So the problem with if trees don't get naked, it's not Christmas, is that not all trees get naked, especially in places where it feels more Christmassy, like you got pine trees and stuff and other conifers that uh, that don't get naked for Christmas. Like, like in Finland, places that don't have crappy weather. <laughs> exactly. I'm not a fan of heat. Places that have um, have like seasons that make sense. <laughs> uh you know places like that are kind of diminishing yeah <laughs> uh... hey but you know i mean rising sea levels just means more more, uh, beach, more time. beach time <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah i mean who needs all that all that fresh water in frozen form uh we can just mix it with the salt water until the the oceans are drinkable right Oh, yeah, totally. Um, no, no, no. Frozen water is awful. As as we all know, you have to boil water for it to be safe. <laughs> yes, this is true. That's actually what we're trying to do. We're just trying to we're trying to make all of the water on the planet potable. Yikes. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that hurts. Uh, I'm going to do the closer. Yeah, that hurts a lot. <laughs> on that note, see you later. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. You can find show notes for this and other episodes at lflpodcast.com. That's lflpodcast.com. I want to thank my co-host Alex. Hey, pleasure being here. 
And thanks again to Ali for joining us. Links to most of what we talked about today will be in the show notes, as always. Thank you, everyone out there, for listening to the 14th episode of Like for Like. Take care of yourselves, and remember, uh, eventually, the oceans will be drinkable. Maybe. Anything is drinkable if you're brave enough. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. That's the thing. <laughs> I just want the caffeine to kick in.